0: Hey guys, welcome to the scoop where we have real locker room talk with real athletes and players. I'm Perfect Purpose, and joining me is Jamal Clay, owner of Athletes Forum, and our guest today, Caleb Leach. And before we even get into it, Caleb, this is just something we like to do on this show. We like to do a resume. And we know (laughs) you're a little bit different of a guy. Normally so far we've only had like football player players, but I'm still going to get you right, my brother. I'm still going to get you right. So take a look at this resume here. We're going to talk about Caleb Leach. My guy, Caleb Leach, played at Florida Tech, University of Toronto. He finished his undergrad at Florida Tech, then went to University of Toronto, played a little bit out there. Then he decided to go over to the other side of the water. You know, he's been in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, basically all over Europe because of his job duties. But this guy, this, this different guy, guys. We're... Put the football stuff on the burner right now he's doing stuff on the other side for him he's the europe's elite president currently yep. does afi social media director and events he also Spent some time at Salzburg Bulls uh defensive coordinator. He's been on the Dossier Vikings coaching staff. He's currently on the Swarko Raiders coaching staff with the running backs. Had a, a one-year stint in GFL two with the – I can't say the name of the, the city Montabour, they're from, man.
1: Montabaur Fighting Farmers.
0: There you go. Montabaur Fighting Farmers, where he was he was a defensive back, receiver, running back, return man everything they needed, and that one season playing in GFL 2 had 735 total yards, had one tub and 48 tackles. My man was everywhere, everywhere. Okay, so that's the intro, man. I I did what I could, spent a few hours researching you, trying to figure out your story, And and if you're listening or watching, I do this a little different, guys. I don't ask Caleb any of these questions. Like, he doesn't know that this is coming. This is a surprise for him. It's kind of like our gift to you. Like, man, we respect you. We're going to give you <laughs> your roses from the beginning, bro. And uh, before we even get into, like, topics and stuff, just want to ask you about your, your career. You know, a lot of people don't know that you've been here for,
1: you've been in Europe for, what, three, four years? Not even that long, right? Not super long. But I mean, yeah, uh, 2018 was the first year coming to Europe, and um I mean you got a lot of that stuff, right? Like the stats, I have no idea where you got those because there was
0: GFL too. GFL keep perfect stats, man. The only thing was I couldn't get the I couldn't find out the Salisbury bur uh bull stuff because yes, right. they now play with the other team. Because exactly. if they believe me, if they would have, you know, done stats in like Austria, like they do it in, in Germany, I would have went and found those and put them on there too. i was like, you know, Ooh, number right. five defense in the league. Like I was I was on it, bro. Oh, I was trying good. to get you right, man. I,
2: our analytic team is off the chart. Credit,
1: credit, credit. <laughs> You're good. I didn't like, I I forgot all those numbers, but I mean, yeah, you got, you got, I'd say 98, 99% of that, right? Uh, America, Canada, got a chance to meet with a CFL team, whatever. Then uh, Germany, I was in Japan for a slight bit, very, very slight bit. And came back, I haven't been in Europe since, just running around, coaching, doing the stuff with, with the websites, with Europe's Elite and American Football International. It's been pretty fun.
0: Yeah, and uh, before we get into everything else, just want to say an interesting thing about Caleb. You know, his resume didn't have as much football stuff as we're normally accustomed to, but you are a standout running back in both high school, <laughs> um, was, it, was it like all state, yeah, all country, right. all world, uh, then you we went... Went to college. You were a star. I think you were all-conference in college as well and played in college in, in what was it, Florida Tech and then yeah. went all the way north to yeah. Toronto. Like You were well-traveled before you ever crossed the water. Like You were already well-traveled by living in Florida and then going to Canada. That's got, got to be a shock. And then you yeah. go over to Germany. You've been in Austria. You get with Europe's elite. You start traveling Europe. Now with AFI as well, you get opportunities to – do more in this side of the world. Just it's really refreshing because you're one of those guys who maybe didn't didn't play as long as you should have. You decided early. A lot of, a lot of guys, and I'm not going to say no names, but they know who they are. I'm not talking about you, Jamal. Don't think this is a slight, but a (laughs) lot of guys they play too long and then they start doing the other stuff. And it's so late in the game that they can't get what they want. Uh, You chose early. Like, Earlier than most people to say, you know what, football is great, but I've done what I want to do playing wise. Let me get into coaching and get into helping grow the sport through the company Europe's elite helping with afi 5 things like that. However, you can, and that's just a testament that you know the, these guys are out here. If you're listening and watching, these guys are out here. There's people here to support the game as well as play the game, and you can you can also impact it outside of just playing. I mean, how else are you gonna get on our show? We ain't looking for scrubs out here, and we're not looking for no nobodies. You know, like we look for people that can, you know, make an impact, and our audience will understand what they're doing. So, yeah, man, I'm sorry to drag it on. I'm from Texas, you know, I talk too much, but just letting you know, man, we appreciate you coming on the show today, and we're gonna chop it up for real.
1: Thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for today.
0: I'm also a little geeked up. I've been drinking my coffee, so you know,
2: got (laughs) got a little energy.
1: You're good. The
2: European juice out there, though. <laughs> yeah. I didn't start drinking coffee until I lived in Europe, if I'm being perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still not a coffee guy. I'm still right. water and juice.
0: I'm going to pause after I say this, but Finland, the average is seven cups per person. So just imagine. Oh. I, tr- I, I was two months in before they, they got me started. And now I'm, I'm just there. I'm, I'm down to three or four cups a day, but that's low. For Fenway. like I'm on the low side yeah you're in the wintertime when it's cold and I ain't got shit else to do and I need to keep going I'm up to about six seven cups myself totally <laughs> you'd be surprised like it, it, it'll get you through the day all right so first topic and this is actually really good topic to have you on with Caleb because of your experiences we want to talk about what Europe can offer athletes coaches, anybody interested in, you know, the international American football scene, what Europe can offer outside of the game, off the field things like you, especially have probably experienced a lot of different, you know, job opportunities, life changes, changes. things like that. So we just want you to kind of give us an an overview of some of the things that you think makes Europe a great place to live outside of just playing football
1: and being involved with it. Uh, For sure, no. It's it's funny. I didn't know this was gonna be our topic, but I just had a conversation with a close friend this morning about that. And uh, my advice to everyone would be: uh, leave home, travel, experience as much as you can about life. Because the majority of the things and I've learned and the wisdom I've gained, I've gained uh, over life has been outside of the classroom and beyond just playing the game itself, Uh, but getting them to dive into the Deutsch culture in Germany and Austrian culture in Austria, Switzerland, France, Spain, Japan, all these cultures and taking in their history and understanding why people move the way they do or respond to certain things the way they do, it really opens your mind in a different way. Uh, So it's such an enlightening thing when you get a chance to, to travel and you gain a sense of peace that there is a positive form of life outside of your hometown you don't have to be afraid to leave. That's what I would say.
2: Yo, it's crazy, because I remember, like, in 2015, when I had signed to go over Switzerland, like, even when I signed, I still didn't think that it was still real that I was going. And then I mm-hmm. landed in Zurich, and I'm looking around, don't know anything in German or anything. I'm looking around, I was like, like, yo, what the hell did I just sign up for? Yeah. And I could have met some random person at baggage plane who said he was my coach, and then, you know, who who knows what would happen. but that experience – I've grown the most as a person, just, like, just getting out of my comfort zone. Yep. And Europe has so much to offer that it's hard to just put it into, into words. And obviously, you know, you two are still out there. And I think that's a testament to, like, just so alone, like, what not only playing over there can offer, but what the experience outside of the sport can offer.
0: I think if I was to weigh in on it, I would obviously say, like, the experience. That's you you only live once you know yolo and all that jazz but just think about it most people in this world it both sides of the world and not just in the united states where the country is huge and people are setting their ways but most people in the world they live an entire lifetime and don't see anything outside of what they already knew you know you me you and uh me and you two guys, I ain't say no names, but uh we could probably all name people that we went to high school with who are still in that same exact town that we went to high school with. And it's been, you know, I'm not going to date myself, but it's been more <laughs> five or ten years. In high school, let's say that, you know, it's been a while. And, you know, like you got those first couple years after high school where some people might go off and do college and then come back. Or some people might just try to figure out where they want to do in the world and then come back. And then you got some people that just, hey, I'm not leaving. I'm just going to stay where I'm at. And then you got guys like us who, even after we, we went all the way, you know, we took college and instead of going home, we said, okay, let's see what we can do in Europe. Let's see if I can do this here. And then what happens with a lot of us is you see that there's so much more to life than what you've been told and spoon fed for almost 20-something years where your home, your yeah. hometown and home life is. And you're like, I love this. Let me get a piece of this. Let me be involved. I think that if you ever do decide to come out here, and this is something that all imports say, and so we have to say it over and over, is that you got to travel, man. If you yeah. come out here and you come out here, you're like, oh, this is a business. This is my job. I got to do it. Take your ass back home because you're not helping. You're not helping the culture. Right. No offense. But- if you're out here, you're out here to to one, help your team to experience and have a cultural transference. I don't know, exchange, exchange or transfer. Yeah. Exchange. A cultural exchange with your team. That's part of the experience. This isn't a, a money business that we're in out here. This is a culture experience. The whole shebang bang is about bringing your culture and having it mixed with the culture that's already here. And I mean, me personally, I've been here long enough. I mean, the last five years, I've seen culture shift. We talked about it before on the show, Jamal, like even the kids in Europe are a little bit more acclimated to what we're accustomed to in the States. Now, yeah. vice versa, I can't say the same. I don't be in the States like that. I don't know what they got going on. But you will find out that if you come out here in Europe that like your, your eyes change, your, your life changes. If you go back to the States, you go back with a, a new respect for both Europe and the United States. And that's what it's all about is that cultural exchange. Uh I feel like I'm on another tangent, guys. I've been (laughs) drinking too much coffee. Uh stop me anytime. But uh yeah, I think a cultural exchange is what you have to do when you come out here.
1: No, I was I was just agreeing with uh with with Vince there. Just it's that exchange. This is what we experienced growing up in the US or uh, in Canada or South America or whatever. And then you get to come out to Europe and just learn life from a different perspective. Yeah. And it makes you grow, yeah.
2: Let me ask you guys this, you guys are firsthand experience out there. When did you decide that you were thinking about staying out there? Like, like obviously, once our season's done, we all can come back home and, you know, do whatever and come back for another season. But when did, when did it set in with you guys that like, hey, like, I'm, I might try to actually stay out here?
0: I want to say something interesting here. If I'm correct, Caleb, you left, right? Yeah. Okay, so just throwing this out here, we both have situations where we actually didn't just stay. We actually Uh left to other places and chose and made our way back to Europe, which, you know, hit, hit. That's probably something that you're going to see Jamal Clay do in the future as well. (laughs) But, you know, that's just, you know, a whole other thing. But, uh, yeah, but Caleb, go ahead. I just wanted to throw that out there because I think no, you no, might no, understand
1: I, that. I thought that was a great point because uh, you play your season or, or you coach your season or you do your job, you come out for the experience for the year, and like most imports, you have a cultural shock for a bit. But then for myself, I went home and was like, I've been away for so long because after college I went to Canada. And After Canada yeah. came here, then I was in Japan. So I'm like, man, I've been away for so long. I have no idea what I would do for work in the US. And my passion isn't just to sit here mm-hmm. in the States and try to work out oh, every God, day God. and wait for a phone call or something like that. So at that point, it had sparked in my mind to go back, figure out what I can do outside of football in a different space. That, that, that was mine, it was after going home. With me and my situation, it's a little
0: complicated. I'm not going to go into it. Like I said, I'm trying not to be too long-winded today, guys. But I'll go back to the season I had in Italy. I played in Italy, and I'd already played overseas. I was. This was my second year over. I'm in Italy. You know, I'm not going to say I'm lying, but I was balling, okay? I was balling. My team, we weren't necessarily winning. But I was balling, okay? I was putting up numbers. And I felt really good about where I was as an athlete, and I was in a good situation, living in Rome, you know, nightlife and stuff, met great people. I was meeting all in Rome. You know, you meet people from all over the world. So I was meeting a lot of people, talking to a lot of people about football. I was like, man, I got to keep doing this. So I was like, I'm not going home. So I figured out a way to get into Brazil. I was in Brazil for another six months after that. So I was, I was actually away for almost nine or ten months doing two seasons in two different cultures. And, I got burnt out and I was like, oh man, I'm tired. I gotta go home. As soon as I get home, three weeks in, I'm like, okay, how you back out there? How do I get back out there? Because this ain't for me. Like, I got a I got a nice little cushiony job out here. I'm working out all the time, but like this ain't for me. I'm just gonna work on getting back out there. Now I "I just wanna go one more time. And I, I I did go one more time, went to Finland. And even after Finland, I was like, you know, I'm done. I'm going to go back to the crib. I'm you know, get me a nine to five. I'm going to settle into life and get a little older. I'm going to start looking for a wife probably, you know, have a little couple of kids and stuff. And I went back home and I was like, that's what I want to do. And my personal situation brought me to Finland. My wife was from Finland and she came to visit me in the States, lived with me for a little while. And I, you know, what a lot of guys won't do. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I put a ring on it. I ain't have time for all that, you know, juking and jiving. Let's go back here. You go here. I'm gonna go there. I'm like, look here, you stay here, I'm gonna put a ring on it, I'm gonna treat you right, and we can live this <laughs> Texas life. And it was great and we enjoyed it. And she she did well in the States with what we had going on, but she missed her family in Finland. And she, and I told her, I was like, this is our situation. I'm your husband, you're my wife. We're gonna do what's best for us. And I I told my wife that moving to Finland for her is best for us. So we did that. And as soon as I got here, the first couple of months I was here, you know, I wasn't worried about football. Football wasn't my main priority. I had other things in the works. Financially, we had things that were okay. Job-wise, there wasn't too much hassle. My number one purpose was to assimilate into the culture here in Finland. So that's actually how I got into football was because uh, assimilating to the culture, I was gravitated towards sports and I got into basketball and football. And, you know, the rest is history. Y'all don't even know my history. This ain't about me. But what I learned mostly was that, you know, being here, life was a little bit more lax. Things aren't hustle, bustle, get your money. You got to do this, got to have this schedule, schedule, schedule. And it actually gave me time to, find out what I wanted to do in my life and what things I wanted to do. I think that freedom and that quality of life that you get here in Europe is something that everyone strives for, but they don't know they want it until they get a taste of it. I think in the United States, our culture is so rigid and standards are already set before we start doing things. Yeah. So people get accustomed to that and you just don't realize that there's another way. There's another way. Um, Just segue into something about all that all three of us have in common, you know, being a black man in the United States, it's a different type of life. And even out in Europe, you know, there's, of course, if you're black, you're black everywhere you go. Okay. That's all I'm say about that. But there is a difference in, you know, the culture and how people treat us here as more equals than African-Americans or black Americans. Like here, I'm just an American and just right. that thought process right there makes things a little bit easier. You know, you go places and I mean, people have the prejudice and biases, but you don't have that general uneasy feeling that you do in the States in certain areas. Yeah. You know, I'm from Texas. There are certain cities that I don't go. I just go around or, you know, yeah. find a way to drive straight through because you know, I, I can't do it. But here in Finland and all over Europe, um, Caleb, you know, the experience, I can travel. I go to Sweden all the damn time. They don't check my passport. And I'm like, it's kind of crazy. But you know, Shanghai or Nordics, whatever, the, the area, they don't check the passports when you take those flights. And I'm like, that's crazy.
1: No, I'm it's like, comfortable. Yeah. Like, just to touch on it, just yeah, being a Black American outside of America was very enlightening because I don't think I was referred to as an American until I left America. It was that's always... You know what I'm saying? Like, we were yeah, all... so true. Like... Growing up, it was always, oh, you're black or you're African-American. I never got to be referred to as an American yeah. until I left. And then we leave and he's like, oh, I'm American? Huh. <laughs> thanks. <Yeah. laughs> you know, but it, it, it was really enlightening, man. So anyone who's listening, just the, the experience we just touched on there, you, you can't put words on it. It's something you have to experience.
2: Just dive in, just dive in, that'd be, that'd be my recommendation.
1: All yeah. Right.
0: Have you checked out Knoll's Ready to Wear collection? It's Knoll's top notch quality, but it's team wear made custom for you and your team, so you can rep your squad now. All right, that's it for us on the scoop. Talking real locker room talk as always. I want to thank our guest, Caleb Leach, for coming on the show and kicking it with us today. As usual, it was great talking to you, man. I just want to let you know that we're here for you, man. We support you. Um, obviously, don't have to worry too much about supporting you on the field as a player because, you know, you hung the cleats up. <laughs> but you are coaching and doing things with Europe's elite, obviously, and AFI. And we just want to let you know, like, we really wish you nothing but the best, man. I want you to be successful in your journey in Europe, you know, building your career that you are right now. And we're really glad to have you on the show here today.
1: Thanks, man. I really appreciate you guys uh, reaching out. Uh, I've gotten to know you all for a little over a year, year and a half. I love the energy you guys consistently have and just keep doing great work. Keep hustling. Jamal, I know you, you flirted with the idea of moving back out. So if you do move back out to Europe, please let me know. Look forward to seeing you out here, man.
2: Yeah, I got you. It's in, it's in the works. We just got to work, work on a couple more things. Don't come out here. Don't come out up
0: up north out here, brother. You don't want none of this. It's, it's, it's too cold. It's too cold out here. Go somewhere nice so I can visit you. You know, I'm trying to move around, guys. Right. I, I got you. I'm trying to move around. As, as soon as they start, you know, opening up some bands and stuff, I'm coming straight down to the south, trying to get some of that good weather y'all got down there. Caleb, I'm talking to you now. <laughs> I <hear> you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on down, man.
0: You got anything, Jamal? We get yeah, out man. Of
2: just again, you know, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate uh, the time and you know, just the conversation. Welcome to the locker room type stuff. You know, tell us what you got going on. At least any projects coming up or any shout-outs you want to give before we exit this thing.
1: Not just, you know, what the the coaches that I've uh, worked with over the the past few years definitely deserve some love. So. Uh, if you're a coach at the Swarco Raiders, if you're a coach anywhere in Austria, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, and you've just been enjoying helping develop some some young guys throughout Europe, uh, you're appreciated. You're doing a great job. Somebody probably doesn't tell you enough. Yeah. Uh, keep pushing, man. Keep climbing. Continue to climb. That's it. Yeah.
0: What's up, that, fella? All right, that's it. Thanks for watching the show on YouTube or listening to it on your podcast outlet be sure to subscribe to athletes Forum on YouTube or American football in Finland on any podcast outlet over 25 outlets to watch the scoop or to listen to the scoop every week. We're out here every Wednesday right now uh, you can get us in video or audio format. We're out here. Support us the best you can. You can follow us on Twitter at the scoop AF on Instagram at athletes forum and on Facebook at athletes forum. And again, if you follow us on any of these channels, you'll have a chance to win some teamwear swag provided by our sponsors at KNOA. And it's some nice stuff we got. I think we have a couple hats, some hoodies, and, you know, it's stitched to last and some good stuff. So y'all definitely go and follow us so you can have a chance to be in those contests and win this free stuff. I don't know about if you're listening or watching. I don't know about y'all, but I love me some free stuff. I don't think there's nothing yeah. better than free stuff. So we're trying to give you some free stuff here on Scoop. Uh, Make sure you go and follow us. That's it for us. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.